Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. Today's episode is special because it is a new story told only this week. So you may notice that the children are a little older, but I promise you they're no less wonderful. best part about it being your birthday, in Vera's opinion, was that when her mother went to Costco, she got to go along without her brothers and sisters, just her and mom. And that was great. She loved going, although at the moment they didn't have the snacks, but it was still fun. And it got even better when they got to Costco, not far inside just past where they had all the big TVs. They had something that caught Vera's eye instantly. It was the biggest jar of Nutella that Vera had ever seen in her life. It was, to be precise, bigger than she was. She looked at her mom. Mom, she said, I've found what I want for my birthday. Her mother said, what's that? And then her mother saw the jar. She said, oh, Vera, That's a lot of Nutella, Vera said. It's just the right amount for my birthday. I'll share it with Mikey and Charlotte and and Evie, and I'll share it with Mr. Monkey and with you and with Dad. Her mother looked at her for a moment. All right, she said, but not all at once, okay? Yes, said Vera. And so they went and got a Costco employee with a forklift (laughs) to help them moved the jar of Nutella to the back of the van. They had to put the back seats down in order to fit it in, along with all the other things, the far less important things that they had picked up at Costco. That night was a birthday to remember. She had birthday presents, birthday cake. It was wonderful. But the highlight was definitely that wonderful, wonderful, enormous jar of Nutella. She tried to take it to bed with her, but her mother and father felt that they had to draw a line there, and so the enormous jar of Nutella stayed in the kitchen when Vera went up to bed, and she had to content herself with snuggling up next to Mr. Monkey, who she hugged tightly and whispered in his ear, Tomorrow morning, we're going to have Nutella for breakfast. Mr. Monkey definitely seemed to agree with this plan. Vera slept well, but when she woke the next morning, she immediately knew that something was not quite right. She couldn't put her finger on it immediately, and then she realized that she was by herself in bed. Mr. Monkey wasn't there. She sat up and leaned over the left side of the bed to check to see if he had fallen down that way. No Mr. Monkey. She leaned over the right side of the bed. No Mr. Monkey. She leaned so far down to check underneath the bed that she almost fell out right on her head, but still, no Mr. Monkey. She got up and headed downstairs. Mom, she called. I'm in here, her mother called from the kitchen. Vera walked in. Have you seen Mr. And then she stopped. Hey, said Vera. Where's my jar of Nutella? Her mother looked around. I don't know, she said. I haven't seen it. 
Wait, said Vera, we left it right here in the kitchen. Her mother shrugged. Look around, she said. I haven't moved it. Vera thought for a moment. She couldn't imagine anyone else moving it. It was definitely too big for her, and even for all of her sisters and her brother working together could barely have budged it. Also, Mom, said Vera, I can't find Mr. Monkey. Her mother shrugged. Look around, Vera. I'm sure he's here somewhere. And so Vera did look around. Even before breakfast, she looked in the basement. She looked in her room. She looked in her brother and her sister's rooms. No Mr. Monkey. Where could he be? After breakfast, she went and looked around outside. Still no Mr. Monkey. And no jar of birthday Nutella. Vera went to find Evie to see if she had seen or heard anything. No, Vera, said Evie. For the fourth time, I haven't seen Mr. Monkey, and I haven't seen your birthday, Nutella. No one's seen them, Vera sniffled. Evie, I think Mr. Monkey's been monkey-napped, and whoever monkey-napped him, Nutella-napped my Nutella. I don't know what to do. Evie pondered for a moment. Well, she said, what are we going to do? I don't know, said Vera. How do you find a lost stuffed animal that's been monkey-napped? Hmm, said Vera. She thought for a moment. I know, she said. Do you remember that girl? The one who came and almost caught us with the unicorn who specialized in catching mythical animals? Yeah, said Vera. Well, said Evie, maybe she catches stuffed animals, too, and and monkey nappers. But how are we going to find her? asked Vera. Oh, that's easy, said Evie. She gave us her card. Evie scrounged around in her desk until she found the card. The card simply said, Marmalade, and underneath it, a phone number. Vera went and borrowed her mother's phone and called the number. It rang for a minute or two. And then someone picked up. My name is Marmalade Jones. How can I help you? Yes, said Vera. You came to our house a while ago looking for a unicorn, and and you didn't find a unicorn. But now my monkey's been monkey-napped, and, and I need help. Sorry, said Marmalade Jones. I don't do lost stuffed animals or monkey-napped animals either. I only work with mythical animals and with endangered animals. Is your monkey mythical? Well, said Vera, he's stuffed. Not the same thing, said Marmalade. Sorry. But, said Vera, is your monkey endangered? I don't know, said Vera. He's, he's stuffed. I can't help you, said Marmalade. Well, said Vera, I don't know who can help me. It was my birthday, and on my birthday, my Mr. Monkey was monkey-napped. It's not fair, and I need somebody to help me, and I can't think of anyone else. Well, said Marmalade, don't you worry. I know a girl. Really? said Vera. Yes, said Marmalade. Here's what you need to do. Go out on your back porch and bark like a dog. Um, said Vera. Really? I've given you all the time I have. I'm very busy forming my new trucking company, said Marmalade Jones. Goodbye now, and she hung up. Vera looked at Evie. What'd she say? asked Evie. She said, 
that I'm supposed to go out on the back porch and bark like a dog, said Vera. Evie dissolved in laughter. <laughs> you are not helping, said Vera. I'm sorry, said Evie. You might as well try it. We don't have any other ideas. Besides, I want to see you barking on the back porch like a dog. Vera sighed, and then she frowned, and she said, I will. Just you see. And so she headed downstairs. She headed out onto the back porch. She closed the door behind her. She looked around to see if there were any neighbors in the nearby yards. There weren't. And so she tilted her head back and went, And then she was interrupted by her father's voice <laughs> saying, Vera, what are you doing? She turned around to see her mother and father standing at the doorway, looking at her with somewhat concerned expressions. <laughs> I'm barking like a dog so I can find Mr. Monkey, said Vera, patiently explaining. Her parents looked at each other and then gave her that look that parents sometimes get when they just don't understand something that's been very clearly explained to them. Okay, said her mother. Well, I hope you find him. And then they went back inside. Vera sighed. She turned back around, and as she did, she saw a girl standing there. You called? she said. Um, said Vera. The girl stuck out her hand. I'm Phoebe, she said, and I find lost stuffed animals. I assume that's why you called me? Um, said Vera. Yes, my Mr. Monkey's been monkey-napped. Ah, said Phoebe. Yes. Lots of monkey nappings going on in this neighborhood these days. You're not my first case. Really? said Vera. Phoebe shrugged. Well, let's get to it. She pursed her lips and whistled, and a dog immediately joined her, a very well-behaved dog. Phoebe picked up the dog's leash and said, let's sniff out the problem. Come on. And then she led Vera around the house, following the dog with its nose to the ground. Sniff, sniff, sniffing. Vera took her up to her room, and the dog carefully sniffed over Vera's bed, and then sniffed around the kitchen, and then sniffed back outside and back onto the back porch. Vera said, Well, and Phoebe said, Well, I think your monkey is in a jungle. That... That can't be right, said Vera. There are no jungles here. There aren't any jungles anywhere close. Phoebe shrugged. My dog is never wrong, she said. So find the jungle. Find your monkey. Bye now. Vera sighed. This had not been helpful. I'm calling Marmalade back, she said. She went back inside and got her mother's cell phone. She called the number. It rang. My name is Marmalade Jones. How can I help you? It's Vera again, said Vera. Uh, the girl detective that you, you sent me? Thank you, but she, she didn't help, and I, I still have no idea where Mr. Monkey is, and I'm also missing my Nutella, and I don't know how to find that either. And Marmalade said, you're missing Nutella? Yes, said Vera. I had some for my birthday, a jar as big as me. Can you help me find it? Nope, said Marmalade Jones. I only do mythical animals and endangered animals. And like I said, I'm working on a trucking company. Okay, said Vera. But 
said Marmalade. Yes, said Vera. Don't worry. I know a girl, said Marmalade. Vera said, okay. Marmalade said, do you have any seeds around the house? Um, I think we've got some sesame seeds in the closet, said Vera. Great, said Marmalade. Go plant a seed in the backyard and she'll help you out. Are you click? Marmalade hung up on her. Vera sighed. But the barking thing had worked, so maybe... She went to the closet. There were no sesame seeds, but there was a small bag of sunflower seeds. Vera got three, just in case one wouldn't work. And so she went out in the front yard. She got her sunflower seeds, and she planted them down beneath the bushes. And then she stood back, and she heard a voice behind her saying, You called? She turned around. A girl was standing there. She stuck out her hand. She said, my name's Sandhya. I'm a dessert detective. Okay, said Vera. Well, it was my birthday, and I had a super big jar of Nutella, and it's gone. I think someone stole it. Someone Nutella-napped it. And Sandhya said, hmm, could be, could be. Show me the scene of the crime. And so Vera took her in. And Vera showed her exactly where the Nutella had been. Santya got out a very nice magnifying glass and carefully examined the floor. And then she sniffed, and then she went and dusted the front and back doors for fingerprints. And then she stepped back out on the front porch. She said, well, I can tell you this. Your Nutella has been taken somewhere fun. Vera said, somewhere fun? Of course it's somewhere fun. Any place that has that much Nutella is automatically going to be someplace fun. Sandhya shrugged. I'm never wrong, she said. Vera sighed. Okay. Well, thanks. Sandhya waved and headed off. Vera sat down on the front porch. I'm just never going to find them, she said. A tear trickled down her cheek. Mikey came running out. Hey, Vera, he said. Have you seen my Mario shirt? Like my very best one? Vera sniffed. She said, Mr. Monkey was wearing it when he got monkey napped. Well, haven't you found him yet, said Mikey? No, said Vera. I tried calling Marmalade Jones, and she just kept telling me that she knew a girl and she won't help me, and I just can't find it, and I'm never going to see Mr. Monkey again. And Mikey said, well, why don't you just go to her house and make her help you? And Vera said, I don't know where she lives. And Mikey said, Garrett does. And Vera said, really? And Mikey said, yeah. And so Vera used her mother's phone one more time. She called up Garrett. She got directions to Marmalade Jones' house. She put on her rollerblades and told her mother where she was going. And after getting permission, she rollerbladed, and she rollerbladed, and she rollerbladed, until she arrived in front of one of the largest houses she'd ever seen in her life. She went up to the front door and rang the doorbell. There was no answer. And then she knocked, and the door swung open. There was a boy there, a few years older than her with dark curly hair and dark skin 
and dark eyes. He looked really calm. He smiled at her and said, Hi. Hi, said Vera. I think I might have the wrong house. I'm, I'm looking for Marmalade Jones. Oh, said the boy. Yeah, you've got the right house. He stuck out his hand. I'm molasses. Vera shook his hand. I'm Vera, she said. All my friends call me Mo, said Molasses. So, why are you looking for marmalade? I need her to help me find my Mr. Monkey who's been monkey-napped, said Vera. And I need her to help me find my Nutella, but she's so busy. Yeah, said Mo. She's always busy. She's always up to something, that sister of mine. So, you're her brother? said Vera. Yeah, said Molasses. Huh, said Vera. You don't seem very similar. Why do you say that, said Molasses. You're just so relaxed, said Vera. Like, I mean, I've only talked to her on the phone and met her once, but she's, she's very high energy, said Molasses. Yeah, actually, we're both adopted. But come on, let's go talk to her. And so Molasses led her back through the house until they reached a room brightly lit at which a girl with bright red hair was typing away frantically at a computer. A marmalade, said Molasses. Not right now, Molasses, said Marmalade. I am busy, Molasses said. Marmalade, take a break for a second. This girl needs your help. Marmalade looked up. I'm Marmalade Jones, she said. Who are you? I talked to you on the phone, said Vera. I'm Vera. Yes, said Marmalade. I helped you. Well, said Vera, the detectives you sent were great. I mean, thank you. But the only thing that Phoebe could tell me was that Mr. Monkey was in some sort of jungle. And, and Sonia just said that my Nutella was someplace fun. Yes, said Marmalade. So? So, said Vera, that doesn't help me. Marmalade sighed. They disappeared at the same time, right? Yes, said Vera. So, said Marmalade, clearly, they're in a fun jungle. No, said, no, wait, said Vera. They're not in a fun jungle. They're at fun in the jungle. My playground. I've got to go. Thank you, Marmalade. Thank you, Mo. She waved. And she put her rollerblades back on and headed off for the fun jungle. When she arrived there, she did not see Mr. Monkey inside. And so she rollerbladed around to the back. And there she found them. An enormous empty jar and Mr. Monkey covered head to foot in Nutella. Vera walked up to him. Mr. Monkey, she said, her hands on her hips. I would have shared that Nutella with you. You didn't have to run off and take it all yourself. I am very upset with you. And look what you've done to Mikey's shirt. Let's go home. And so she took Mr. Monkey home, where he was promptly put into the washing machine, both as penance and because he desperately needed the Nutella cleaned out of his fur. But by that evening... Vera had forgiven him, and the next day, her mother brought her home a little jar of Nutella, just the right size for her. 
And that's the end. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. Today's episode was not sponsored by Costco, Nutella, nor Fun in the Jungle, all of which are trademarks of their respective companies. I'd like to thank my fellow Kids Listen podcasters, Phoebe from The Adventures of Power Dog and Sandhya from the Story Seeds podcast for letting me use their names for the girl detectives. Give their podcasts a listen, they're really excellent. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Thank you.